the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for his great church. Good afternoon, family. Good afternoon. Happy New Year from me, Minister Dion. My mother couldn't be here today, but she loves you all. She's praying for you all, and we hope that you're praying for our family too. Hey, I just wanted to open up by just bringing to you guys some things about this about this ministry, Disciple Pathway Ministries. And there's one thing that we say all the time, usually at the conclusion of our every message, one voice, I speak life. I just wanted to be clear clear with you guys of what does it mean when we say this and why do we express this so and why are we so uh, intentional and zealous about speaking this thing called life? But before we get into it, I would love to pray for you all, if you will, with me. Father God, thank you for this day. Thank you for giving us life. Thank you for giving us a, a fresh new mind and a fresh new spirit and fresh new strength, Father. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for sustaining us. Thank you for blood covering us. Thank, that, thank you that you came, O oh Lord, to bear our sins and that we are to sin no more. We are now sinless and holy before thee if we believe in you. Father God, I pray for each and every one of the listeners, Father, everyone underneath the sound of my voice, that ears be open, eyes be open, hearts be made open, and that your word fall like a seed upon good ground that it may yield a crop a hundredfold, and then one may go tell another about how good you are. Father God, we love you, and we thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. So again, in explaining what, what, what's this thing called one voice, I speak life. Well, speaking life is a very, very, very intentional thing that you have to be deliberate about. Speaking life is something that is really seldomly, it can be overlooked, the power of our words and the power of our, of, our, of our tongues. The Bible expresses the power that is filled just within our mouth. The Bible gives many warnings and instructions in regards to our mouths and the words that come from it. I'll read to you Proverbs eighteen twenty one: Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. See, the Bible seldomly makes mention of power being found in the might of a man or the beauty of a woman. We have a few examples of, you know, David versus Goliath, and even hand, the hand of God was upon him. We got, you know, Samson, and even the hand of God was upon him. 
you know, we got, you know, Miss Beautiful Ruth and, you know, things things that have, has happened because of a man's might or a woman's beauty. But nevertheless, the hand of God was upon it. But there's seldom mention of power being found in the beauty of a woman or the might of the man. Power is found in our words. I'll take this even a bit further. Men, listen here. Psalms 147, verse 10 through 11. He does not delight in the strength of the horse. He takes no pleasure in the legs of man. The Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him and those who hope in his mercy. Have you hoped in his mercy, young man? Is there a longing for his mercy? What is his mercy? His mercy is not giving us the things that we do deserve, not punishing, not punishing us as our sins deserve. Do we hope in his mercy? Or we still try to move things and control things and grapple with things and try to fix my family, try to fix my finances, try to fix my professional life? Or do I just need to lean or can I just hope in your mercy, oh, Father? Ladies, I'll take you here. Proverbs 31.30, charm is deceitful and beauty is passing. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Are you trying to navigate this world in a, in a way unseemly? Navigate this world with your assets or navigate this world with deceptive talk and deceptive speech with the bad of the eyes and the putting on the makeup? Have you put so much weight? Upon those things that are cardinal, those things that are not eternal, those things that are passing away with time? Or have you fear? Have you come into that fear of the Lord? Have you submitted and yielded, subjective, subjected and submerged yourself underneath the Lord? This woman shall be praised. This woman shall be lifted up. This woman shall be known. Before God and man, that woman who fears the Lord. So why does the omnipotent, meaning all-powerful God of heaven and earth, give us such great power? Why does he give such great power to man? Well, I'll take you all back to the beginning. And I'm going to take you to John chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. Hold on to that. And the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness did not comprehend it. Family, we are are made for power. God has constructed these vessels, these vehicles we call bodies, and made it for power. Such power provides light to dispel darkness in a moment's notice. They say out in the science world that nothing travels faster than the speed of light. Well, According to this word here, our word, our words, the words that come from our mouth, the words that proceed from our mouth, travel as fast as this light. These words that we have 
have the speed, the power, and momentum of light. And the same light that we can speak with our mouth is the same darkness that we can dispel. Darkness can be spoken also. Wickedness, evilness. And these two things war against each other. We're talking about darkness. Darkness meaning confusion, stumbling, inconsistency, roundaboutness. Going back and forth with light. Light being knowledge of what, of that which is living. Not being subjected to circumstances. The ability of sight to see past reality. Reality, we, uh, we got a lot of people walking around talking about I'm a realist. Well, let's, let's d- define reality right here as, as Webster defines it. One definition here, the world or the state of things as they actually exist. The world or the state of things as they actually exist. If you are governed by reality or, or if you're responding just because of the reality of situations or the things that come, then my friend, you have made yourself an enemy of God. Because what does his word say? The things of this world are passing away. Those who love this world do not love him. Those who've made themselves a friend of this world have made themselves an enemy of God. He said, do not love this world or the things in it. Here's another definition. The state or quality of having existence or substance. We're talking about reality here. The state or quality of having existence or substance. Well, are you fixed in the existence? Are you fixed in the substance of reality? Or are you fixed in the existence of or the substance of faith, as Hebrews defines it. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. When we went back, when we go back into earlier sermons and earlier podcasts, we broke down this word faith in the Hebrew, and it means the confidence of existing foundation or the thing that's placed under you is real. So are we going to stand on this thing called faith? Or are we going to stand on this thing or this substance called reality? My friend, foundation is sure if it's built upon faith, if, faith if, if it's the substance of faith. But in the substance of reality, it will waver. It will crackle because reality changes with circumstances and situations. And now we're governed by our feelings and how we approach it. So what I'm trying to say is, family, is that with such power... It hails from a great source. Such power hails from a great source. We, we cannot produce this power of ourself. The reason we are able to even produce this power is because God first d- did this thing when he said in Genesis, let there be light. And then light broke forth. Let the earth yield forth vegetation. Let the fish and, the, and, 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 and aquatic life take over in the ocean let the beasts navigate on the land let the air, let the birds take hold of the air here's man from dirt here's woman from man when he spoke these things it happened and then he gave us his ability because he said let us make man in our image so the only way that we can be 
of this power and use of this power in the way that God intended for us to use of this power. I'm talking about the, the I'm talking about in order for these words to have life, to be a fruitfulness for building up for multiplication and edification. You must be plugged up or hooked in. This generation says tapped in to a relationship with him. When we look at the word relationship, if you break the word down, it means to represent the, the specific characteristics in the state of representing the specific characteristics of a person, place, a thing again and again. God wants us to represent him again and again and again. He wants to see himself made over in us again and again and again. That's why we have to renew our mind. We have to renew our, our, a steadfast spirit within us, the psalmist said. Renew a steadfast spirit within me, O Lord. Because you cannot produce of your own self. If you can, if we could produce after, of our own self, then children wouldn't have parents. They would just have one. Or there'll be no need for us to go to the grocery store because we can produce our own food. We have to be hooked into a source. We have to be, we are just a resource of the source of life. Family with such great power comes great responsibility. When we're looking at the word responsibility, this means your ability to respond. With such great power comes great responsibility i take you to james chapter 3 verses 2 through 12 i'm going to be reading from the new living translation bear with me family indeed we all make many mistakes but we could control our tongues we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way we can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in his mouth and a small brother makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go, even though the winds are strong. In the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches. But a teeny spark can set a great force on fire. Verse 6, among all the parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It is a whole world of wickedness corrupting the entire body. It can set your whole life on fire for it is set on fire by hell itself. Family, when we're talking about this ability to speak life, you have to be aware of the ability to speak darkness. With the tongue, the Bible just says here, it is a whole world of wickedness. You can create a world not even not this is not even including the world that's around us that's already fallen but you can create a whole nother world (laughs) of darkness darkness in darkness darkness on top of darkness deep darkness as the bible calls it in this in this whole in this and in this world of speaking it can be it can set your whole life on fire from the fire from hell itself because you cannot again produce of our own self you can't you can't produce such power of your own self that fire has to come from somewhere so you're just going to be a resource of hell's fire if that makes sense you're just going to be a a resource or outsource of the source of which you're speaking from so where you coming from when you open your mouth family matters where you coming from i'm gonna go to verse seven here people can tame all kinds of animals birds reptiles and fish but no one can tame the tongue It is restless and evil 
full of deadly poison. Sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. And so blessing and cursing comes pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? No. And you cannot draw fresh water from salty from a salty spring. I want to hit a quick point right here, family. I want to go back to verse 7. I have it highlighted here in my notes. People can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and fish. And this is true. Isn't it crazy how we can reach out and control and attempt to control and, cont- and attempt to grapple with the things and the environment and the people around us and try to control and manipulate situations to our benefit? But when it comes to self-control, <laughs> when it comes to self-control, it's an issue. It's a continuous day-to-day battle. It's a conflict unto affliction. Isn't it, just think about that. We try to control everything else financially, professionally, our relationship with the kids, our spouses, family. But when it comes to controlling ourselves and even down it specifically as we speak now about the tongue, there is none. Think about that, fam. Why do we wrestle with things when the thing that we ought to be wrestling with is restless in what it speaks and what it dispels? Death is one word that can be as potent as life if you give it that power. And death has such, it can be just as influential over people as life. This is why Jesus had to come. He had to come and oh, he had to come to overcome death. He had to literally go take his keys because to that point it had control over us. He said, I had to go take the keys of death. What are keys? Keys mean point of access. Death had access to you and still has access to those who don't truly believe that Jesus Christ die for us and that we have life in heaven on the other side of this life here on earth. There's two things that people will ultimately tell you that they're afraid of. One, death, and the other, being alone. And it might be a combination of the two, dying lonely. But nevertheless, family, we have to choose to speak life. We must choose to speak life, family. Even in the midst of a dead situation. Jesus, when he heard that his friend Lazarus had died, he had been dead, wrapped up in the tomb, smelling of death. He wept for his friend. And then he went and called Lazarus up out of that tomb, off of that deathbed. Even in the midst of death, he called Lazarus up. Lazarus, get up. And immediately Lazarus rose with life. 
He said, y'all clean them up. Get them out of those death clothes and give them some need. Get them up. He has life. Go feed them some life. Unwrap them from that death and clothe them with life. Jesus said. God is in the business of bringing things from the dead. God knows how to bring life up from the rebels, from the least of us, from what seems like a hopeless situation. Family, when you get to that point in life, that's when the hand of God is his most evident and his most clear. Because if it was all good, we wouldn't see or look for or expect the goodness of God because we'll think that it's good because we good. But the goodness of God comes from the source of God. We only experience the goodness of God if we are hooked up to his source. And often to, and he does and he only and he makes the sun and the rain to shine and rain down on the wicked, too. Family, we must speak life even in the midst of a dead situation. I'll conclude with this, family. Understand that words are food. Food provides nourishment, satisfaction, and energy. This is why things like music are such an influential art. Everybody appreciates some form of music because they have words that move us, that move people. Words have destroyed nations and built nations up, split up families and kept families together. Proverbs 18.20 says, A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips he shall be filled. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips he shall be filled. Family, what are you eating on? You got to be careful what you say. Because guess what? Somebody's always listening. And even if nobody else is in the room, you're listening. You got to be careful about the things that you speak over your life and your house and your situation. Because you will be satisfied with the produce. And I don't want no spoiled apples now. I don't want no bruised bananas. I want ripened, fresh fruit, fresh life. Because that's what it takes. That's what the body's going to respond to. That's what's going to give me my fresh new step. That's what's going to advance me forward. That's what's going to advance you forward, family. I know what it looks like. We just came out of 2020. Now we're here in 2021. We already have come into the year with such confusion. Things that are getting worse than what than what they were prior to. From our government to our society to our culture. We're still dealing with things. But family, there is life. There is an opportunity for life to be spoken, if you will. But in order to speak this life, you must be hooked into the source of life. I'm talking about a relationship with him. And if you want to be hooked into a relationship with him, if you never confess to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I don't ever want to close this program or a program of ours without giving this opportunity. 
if you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior right here, right now, family, so that life may be available and accessible right before your mouth and your lips, right at the, right there in your mouth and in your lips, speaking to your situations. Repeat after me. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe you hung, bled, and died in my place. You, the Son of God, then rose and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Lord Jesus, you are welcomed in this place of my heart. May your spirit never depart. Receive me as I receive you this day. In your holy name we pray. Amen and amen. Family, if you just prayed that prayer, we here at Disciple Pathway Ministries believe that you have just received salvation. Welcome to the family. Get yourself around the right people. Get yourself around the right things. Get yourself speaking the right words, and he'll take you to where he has already designed you to go. Family, until next time, we love you. One voice, I speak life. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to his great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook.